I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. Despite only spending about 90 days together before our wedding, we've now been married over 25 years. And we were only together for about two weeks before getting engaged. That might qualify us as 90 Day Fiancé OGs. Probably not, but that coupled with being super fans of the shows does qualify us to sit down each week and talk about the episodes, cast members, and the general chaos that surrounds their families. Just like ours. We are here talking about 90 Day Fiancé. This week we've got The Other Way, Season 2, Episode 9, and Happily Ever After, Season 5, Episode 7. That's what we've got this week. What would you say about bombshells this week? I think, um, for me, I think next week's going to be so big. They've got to leave some stories out for these shows next week. I don't know. There's just about every couple has got a major cliffhanger for next week. Yeah, I mean, there's four bombs coming. Honestly, the preview to next week was almost better than the episode. Right. Colt's (laughs) got a bomb coming. Larissa's got one that's already brewing. We've got... Um, what do we have? Oh, Jahoon's got one coming. Yeah, if that didn't already drop, and I think at any time Libby and Andre are anything yeah, it's coming. There's, well, there's like, well, they got the, the preview fight, to the next preview week of, that they, yeah. it was about to come to blows. There's a physical altercation, but. and you would anticipate with all the family together and yeah. all the testosterone in one room, and Andre muscling his way through like he is. He only takes so much. Yeah, that it's gonna, it's gonna all implode here so i i think the the big one this week and i guess we should probably start out was um colt (laughs) in his bathing suit is what we got this week you know i think we mentioned that at the beginning of the season because because they pictured it in the season like preview of of what's going to happen this season like whoa wow that was something else it was yeah it was everything we hoped it would be but here's what shocked me I was laying in the bathtub last night, and I start scrolling through my phone, and for some reason, late at night, I get these kind of tabloid uh, news headlines Mm -hmm. that are all about 90 Day Fiancé. And yeah, once you search for it once, it's all on now. Yeah, a couple other shows that that I watch regularly. And so... You know, I didn't have anything else to do. It was a nice hot bath. I laid there for like an hour, and I just kept clicking and reading all these 90 Day Fiancé stories. Well, there was one that had a picture of Colt with like bleach blonde hair, Mm. and it's all like, you know, clipped and over to one side, and he had like... uh, a sweatband on his forehead or oh, something. Like 80s. Yeah. And, Olivia Newton-John, and, 80s, cold. Yeah, and he was thin. And I was like, what the heck? And he wasn't that bad looking. And I'm like, is this really the same guy? I couldn't believe it. Shock. Mm. I want to know how long ago that was. Well, you, he was with, at that period, he was with another lady, right? Yeah. And then I got to say, what the heck happened to him after that? Wow. No, well, that couldn't have been. But when was that, though? Was that? I don't know. I didn't say when the picture was taken, but mm-hmm. the story that went with it was that apparently when he broke up with Larissa, somewhere in there between that season and this season, he was working out with a personal trainer, uh, a girl, young, kind of hot girl from Mexico. He know. And apparently it turned into a serious relationship, and they were oh, engaged. I'm like, what the heck? Does he try to marry every girl that gives him a second look? 
Like, what the heck? And apparently, Debbie approved of her. Mm. And it all was good until Colt cheated on her with, drumroll, Vanessa. Mm. Wow. Yes. So what? So it's Colt. Colt. I'm. I must. I guess I've been doing things wrong. Not that I'm trying to pick up ladies. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I hope not. All right. But I'm guessing Colt. I'm gonna assume he's a guy that all through his high school and young twenty years probably wasn't a big success with the ladies. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just guessing. I mean, look I have at no him. idea. Look at him. Yeah, I mean, not now. just look at him. And you, not even not uh, personal appearance aside. Character-wise. Oh, just his character, sure. yeah. So Lacking, for sure. I think at this point, you've got a bunch of people that, whether it be, I think Larissa's intention was very clear. Yes. Larissa's intention was to get a green card. Get a green card. card. That's fine. Right. So, that could I, be an intention, or, but, but you know, he's on TV now. I don't think that, now that we've gotten to know her a little more this season, I don't necessarily think that she planned to leave Colt. I think she would just make do with whatever mm. to get a green card. Right. I mean, her ultimate goal is just have somebody give her some attention and get a green card. Mm. But I think I think she'll stay with the person yeah. unless they're psycho. And she keeps picking the psycho people. Yeah, she did pick Cole. As we saw coming with Eric. <laughs> right. Well, look, let's stick with, with Colt and... On this episode, Debbie and Colt and Jess wow. show up at Jess's family's, family's house. house. For it was, you know what? It was a cool little outdoor kitchen that they had. I don't know if yeah. you noticed, but it was pretty neat. I wonder yeah, how how normal that is for for those Brazilian houses. It was it was Al a full setup. Dining. It was a full setup outside. Yeah, you know, it had nice. a cover on it and everything. Yeah, I felt like the family was pretty welcoming. And Debbie just comes in with her comments being fired well, out. Well, no. She came in, and they were all, everybody was greeting each other and hugging. And uh, Jess's dad planted this big hug and big smooch on both sides of her faces. And <laughs> Debbie leaned back and was like, whew. And then they broke to her, and she said, I don't like him. He's weird, <laughs> is what she said. It's like, he looked, maybe, I don't know, maybe he squeezed her butt or something on top of all of that. <laughs> Debbie's going to get some action when she's oh in Germany. Goodness. I noticed some. Um, she was pretty nice looking when she was young. Yeah, like we've seen some of pictures too. of her. You know, I think something that we noted there is, you know, they prepared, it's similar to like um, the Andre's parents. You know, it's quite a spread that they presented mm-hmm. for everybody. It was quite impressive. But they had chicken. I don't know if you picked up on that, but they had chicken hearts that they were eating. That was what was on that stick. Oh, I thought they had chicken feet. No, that wasn't them. No, that was <laughs> yes. an- another. Okay. Yes, that was another. That was June and Devin. So oh, here right. They, they had chicken hearts, and so they offered them on a stick. And I give all the credit in the world to Debbie and and um. Because they ate it. Because they ate it. Yeah. And she, what Debbie, I think Debbie said something about. It you, being the courteous thing to do yes, when you, you're a guest at someone's you table. You eat the food you're presented. Right. And it wouldn't couldn't help me think. I had to think of, it must have been, I don't know, a couple seasons ago. You know, as you were right. watching this stuff, the stuff that blows through. Right. I think it was Larry. 
Larry and Jenny is who it was. I think he's a bald dude. Yes, and he refused to eat anything. Yeah, they had some. And they had like a whole pig roast on a spit. Like they were really going out. Like they were a poor family. Yeah. And even to provide that, it must have been all their savings to be able to do that. And He like walked off, refused to eat it. Yeah, and it was customary and and he wasn't going for it. Would you refuse to eat stuff? Is there stuff if you went there? Would you? Oh, heck yeah. Really, you wouldn't? (laughs) I mean, you know how I, mean, I, I am. would taste it for the cut, you know, to be kind. But there's no way that that I'm eating that crap. Now, I'm not eating chicken feet either. I've seen my dogs throw up chicken feet enough living <laughs> on a farm in Arkansas that there's no way I'm eating chicken feet. Uh, they came up whole. <laughs> but but they um they got through it, so that was pretty good. She didn't offend him with what I guess she cared a lot about not offending them by eating what they presented, but, but not I, by what she had to say. <laughs> right, but then everything <laughs> dropped. Well, and I don't know that she was too offensive to the family. You know, right. her, her daggers were spirited and very targeted. Is what yeah. they were. Uh, her dad got right into it. He was pretty, pretty straightforward with asking what. His intentions with yes, he was with his daughter was, and he hemmed and hawed and went back and forth, and then you know he finally came out and said, "I want a family with your daughter." Right. And then that just um, that just sprouted everything because she got all defensive, and then Jess got defensive, and you're defensive, and why are you defensive? And then. Hand in the face. Yeah, it blew up after that. It just got... I couldn't believe the way Jess was talking. Because she got all snippy really fast. Very ugly and and F you and whatever. maybe and in front of her family, like, she must normally behave that way. Because nobody seems shocked, except Uh, Debbie. Andre's kind of like that when he gets in front of his family. He's like that all the time, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But he really turned into that in front of his family. And it looked like Jess did the same thing. Mm -hmm. So she was cutting her off. and, And then she ended up saying, you know... F you is what she yeah, said. Yeah, and she was laughing about it. Right. Well, you know, looking around. You know, it's like uh, Andre's sister-in-law. You know, I just right. told Debbie off in front of everybody. Ha, 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 look at me. Yeah, and nobody said anything about it. Like, nobody batted an eyelash. Colt, and Colt didn't even. Well, he said, let me handle my mother. Yeah, but he didn't, you know, chastise her or anything. Right. He didn't immediately say, hey, don't talk to my mom like that. Right. So, and then he put her in a taxi. How did you feel about that? Yeah, I'm all right with that. I mean, she's there. He is, he's the only she's reason I was okay. Along. The only reason I was okay with it is because his whole purpose for being there mm-hmm. on this trip was to spend time with her family. It would have been rude for him to get up and leave them I there think, at the table. I think it depends how far they were away from the hotel and, you know, how what the conditions were like. I'm just not sure of was it how safe was well, it. Well remember there's a production crew there too, so But they the production crew I don't think left with mom. I'm sure somebody tagged along. Yeah. They're gonna watch out for them in another country. Yeah, I guess you're right. Debbie well, he obviously could, knows that. Debbie could get in trouble. Right. So I thought the funny thing was was they did a side of Colt and Colt said I'm thinking that my mother might be getting a little jealous of Jess. <laughs> Gee, thank <laughs> So he stayed there, evidently got drunk, and came back. Claimed he couldn't remember Yes. Anything. Oh, you know, that was really Convenient. crappy of him. <laughs> you know, because you could right. tell at the time he wasn't inebriated no, he when wasn't. all that was going on. Mm-mm. And the next morning, he said, well, you know, I'm not so, I don't remember like, all mm, of that. What are you that. talking about? I don't remember that happening. And, oh, did she say that? You know, right. it's completely not believable. He just comes in, grabs a coffee and breakfast, 
I guess it was kind of sad that, that maybe she fed him again. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah, maybe she did, but they didn't show it. <laughs> right. So it, you know, with them, it was, you know, she asked him point blank. She said, "Do you want to get married that quickly?" And then he said, "Well, I was like, well, you know, I don't know maybe. is what he said. <laughs> I don't know." And so you know, I think in all of this. Um, she sees him going down the primrose path again. Yeah, and I think, you know, here, kind of. Now, Debbie's tactics are a little bit... Um, aggressive? A little aggressive. <laughs> but I think she's probably right here. Sure. I think we know she's right. Is it her place? No. It's not. But she's there, and somehow Colt let her tag along. It probably made for better TV. Yeah, that was a big mistake. Right. And we saw, then we got to a point after the unveiling... You know, Colt and Jess went down and walked on the beach together, and that shocking unveiling that, I mean, we all knew was coming, but was it, it was still when you saw it. I loved it on the Pillow Talk. You know, they cut to each, they cut to each couple. <laughs> and the shocked they look on their it. face. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, but the two of them walked down the beach after that. And, you know, it was quite a little snippy conversation between the two. Colt kind of put her in her place for the first time, I think. Yeah, he did. It was, you know... What would you do if your dad needed your help, and would you let him move in, and all of that, and and you know she was calling him baby boy. Yeah, they started mama's boy. They started kind of mocking each other. Yeah. I was like, wow, okay, that's good. He said, I'm I'm a ba- baby boy. I'm a big boy. <laughs> I'm I was married, and I pay my own bills. <laughs> Trying to justify. Yeah, and it's, that whole scene was bad. Like maybe button up a shirt or yeah, something. I just I was couldn't. so distracted from the conversation because I couldn't stop staring at everything that was out. hanging out. I felt like he needed out. a bra. <laughs> right. Well, and the big thing was when you got to this whole group, it's it. You know, and Debbie had said that she was gonna. All right, you thought Debbie was bad before. Yes. Oh, the preview to the next yeah, episode. Yeah, she said I'm she gonna flat out said I'm going to sabotage their relationship. And I guess you can kind of get into maybe you can. And then how she did it. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, let's talk about it. We know it's coming. So, you know that Colt told uh, her that he was, he told Jess that he was not talking to Vanessa anymore. And we now know, not only have they slept together in the past and have remained best friends, supposedly, but we know that that broke up his last engagement also. So... Uh, before I read that story, I didn't know that. I don't think that was revealed on the show, but Jess probably knows that because she knows who Vanessa is and wants him to have no contact whatsoever. Right. So now this makes more sense to me since mm. I read that story. Right. So basically, when they're all in the hotel room together, Debbie sits on the bed all casually and she picks up her <sighs> phone and she goes, Oh, I talked to Vanessa and she says the cats are all good. Look, see? <sighs> I went, Oh, no. <laughs> Brilliant. You know what I mean? And then Jess goes, you weren't supposed to be talking to her. And she oh. marches out of the room. Oh, my goodness. Just that was brilliant. Right. Now, what she did is wrong. We right. know it's wrong. But and she plays dumb, but we all know what she's This doing. is a TV show. And it's great. That this, was great. It was incredible. And I can't wait until next week that this happened. I can't wait to see how 
Colt responds to Jess and how he tries to justify you know, lying to her. Because yeah. he said straight out that he lied to her about I mean, he's it. He's manipulative. And I think half the stuff that comes out of his mouth is concocted. It's lies. or Absolutely. It's, you know, he's just measured in everything that he does. It's quite like a psychopath in a mm-hmm. lot of, of when you see him. Yeah. So, he's not genuine at all. Right. And and so how could even his intentions with Jess be? You know, that was just a lot of, just a bunch of crap. And now we also know that he invited Eric to come to his place after Eric and Larissa split which, up the first time. Which I think is to the, talk mo- smack about the most wonderful transition because we get now into Larissa's story for the week. And I'm not even sure. I guess there was quite a bit um, back and forth. I couldn't help but notice <clears throat> that when she talked to him. Um, her phone. Did Did you notice what it? What she had it programmed in? Who it was? Eric. Mm-mm. Little kitten <laughs> is what was in his phone. Little kitten. That's funny. Well, in the beginning of the episode, the end was such a bombshell that we kind of forgot where it started. It started with her still in Carmen's house. Is where the episode right. started. So she had called Eric and said, you know. She doesn't like our relationship and I have to be out yeah. by this weekend. I don't know what I'm going to do. And Eric, you know, at the first thing, you could tell there was hesitation in his voice. Yeah. I'm sure he Well, was... I mean, he just got through telling her on the last episode that the reason he thinks their relationship failed the last time is because they spent too much time yeah. together. Well, how much worse would that be if you lived together? They just need to get the DUI doctor on speed dial <laughs> is what I think. You would think about how bad, even by what we know at the end. How bad Eric must be because we have two people that have dealt with Eric in Larissa's life. And they all said steer clear. And Hannah. Hannah wasn't as bad. And the attorney told her. Yeah, I don't know the attorney. Well, the attorney might know Eric. Maybe that was a a reference. He told her not to be involved with him. It it was his recommendation. He said, I'm not going to get involved in your personal life and tell you what you can and can't do. But I don't recommend that you maintain contact with him during this time because for the next two weeks, you must uh, be free of any trouble. Mm. And so he said, you know, if there's a problem between you two again uh, and the police are called, they're going to drop the hammer on you, not him. Right. And you'll get deported. So Eric comes and picks up Larissa and Larissa's stuff, and he couldn't even go in. He couldn't even go in her Carmen's house to get yeah. this stuff out. Everybody detests him. So that's pretty bad. And then we all come to to Eric's place, and we meet a new guy here. We meet right, David. The roommate. David what looks a doofus. Yeah, he looks pretty weird. Yeah, and he's got a weird strange. hat. And Eric is weird too. So you think he's so creepy? You're going to be on TV. What are you going to wear? And that's what he chooses. Mm-hmm. He wears that hat, and he's just a dork. They start I'll talking. be honest. Eric gives me the creeps, totally. Well, you know. My... David gave me the creeps. My radar goes off when he's on there. He's just... And it's the way he looks at her, and he's just kind of seedy. What what does Larissa do when she sees David? Boom. She spills it all out. You have to accept. Either you accept Larissa or you don't, because Mm -hmm. she tells you her life story as soon as she sees you. Right. So, David said... Look, David said, if you hit me, don't worry about (laughs) us fighting. If you hit me, I'd run away. Which is, you know, Paul's reaction, I guess, right, to everything. That's funny. I just leave. But she said, look, what did Larissa say? One of her best lines of the week was, people think that I'm ultra sexy, mm. but I'm a nerd inside. 
It's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> so she got permission to decorate her bedroom in, in Eric's place. And it was that, you see that old porcupine that was in there? Mm-mm. It, you know, I'm always listening, not watching. Yeah, there was a little porcupine in there, and she wanted it out. But Eric said, no, no, that has to stay. She picked it up. It was a white porcelain pike porcupine. What the heck would you have that for? Well, I don't know, but Larissa named it Colt. <laughs> because she said, he's prickly. Because he's fat and white. Is oh, that's so funny. So, you know, we she met Hannah, and Hannah told her, you know, it's a bunch of crap. You probably shouldn't be with him. But I just can't imagine what Eric did. I, I assume maybe we'll find out at some point, whatever that was. Yeah. Maybe know. it's next week, you know? I think they just started fighting all the time. Right. So. And he said ugly things. So the meat of, of her story this week is. Was the conversation In typical she had. Larissa fashion. Went she went through his phone. Went through his phone. Got a text from before. And what, you know, the things that Eric said. She wasn't afraid to call the chick. Yeah, that's, that's cool. The thing. I She's wish so I was ballsy. that bold. Don't you wish you were that bold? <laughs> yeah. You know, you get nervous to call somebody and, you know, maybe you don't do it or I should probably say something, but you don't. She called Jess and she called this chick. Yeah, and this, this chick unloaded. She sure did. All the nasty stuff and the bad things that they had said and the intimate things, wow. the details. That was embarrassing. It I, really I fe- was. I felt so bad for Larissa in that moment. I would imagine as a woman, you know, those are, that's kind of, it hits deeply, I yeah, would Yeah, just to be talked about like that, about intimate things, that's horrible. Yeah, I think Natalie was So demeaning. And it was just bad. You know, that, that Larissa was crazy. And, and the fact that Eric and uh, Colt got together and had... A conversation like that. That's horrible. Why would she ever give two words of conversation to either one of them ever again? And I think she she knew a bit about it. You know what I mean? But not the details of the conversation. The whole cheesy butt thing from a couple weeks Mm -hmm. ago. You know, that was probably still the same group of people, I Mm. would imagine. But I think there's two things we can get from this. One is is Colt is a turd. You know what I mean? Colt participated in Mm -hmm. this. And, you know, he's just disgusting. Mm -hmm. And... Eric is He just, might be even worse. Right. And you even see the attitude. So what happens is, is as she's on the phone, um, Eric comes in. It was like a horror movie almost. You know, even when the pillow talk. Oh, Eric's at the door. I gotta go. I got, right. So, oh my gosh, she's there at the door. <laughs> so it made you think, you know, it was like that movie we saw, like when the stranger calls. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. the phone call is coming from upstairs. <laughs> Have you checked on the children? <laughs> So she goes into her room and, you know, we don't see what happens, but she's in the kitchen and she starts to have it out with Eric. And, you know, you can see in her eyes. She yeah, because the producer asked her, are you going to talk to him about it? And yeah. I thought, oh, she better not. And she goes, yeah, 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 I am. And I was like, oh, that's not going to go well. And then cut to the preview for next week. And I'm they're sh- like f- arguing, fighting in an angry way. And I'm like, oh, this is trouble. He's going to call the police. And he knows that if he does, she's done for. It's all he has to do yeah. to hurt her. I'm sure the on-site producer got a bonus for that question. Oh, it's awful. I mean, there's people there, so it can't be but so bad. But I guess Eric knows that she could get in trouble. Right. So he could do anything. Right. Other than there's a camera crew there, so at least there's document. I'd hope that, as crazy as Larissa is, that somehow she maintains control. I hope. This, you know? I hope she just How? tells him off and grabs How did this stuff happen? and leaves. How? Did we, the entire world, 
switch and be on Larissa's side. I don't I'm know. sure there are still some people Just that hate her. Just because those two are so lousy that they're worse somehow. We thought maybe it was a chance of Larissa and Colt getting back together again. Yeah. I don't see that happening. I don't happening. see that happening it's after not. this. Yeah. And Larissa hopefully stays out of jail. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of a mess. So yeah. that was a big cliffhanger because it looks like that went south really fast. Right. Well, we all knew it was coming. I was I mean, afraid for her, actually. And you see why why Carmen really thought the same thing. Because it looks like Eric flipped like a switch. Right. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him to be abusive in some way. Right. Well, so, at least the cameras are there, so maybe right. they can get her out. I hope. Maybe she's back with Carmen again. Especially if he thinks he's got her between a rock and a hard place. Mm. He probably thinks he'd get away with more. Right. Angela felt she could get away with a whole lot more. She's gotten quite bold this week, <laughs> hasn't she? Well, I really think that she is wanting to test the waters mm. one last time before committing to marrying I think this Michael. Is, this is one of the things you and I differ on. We pretty much agree on stuff. I think... I think she's pushing it here. I do. I, I get what you're wants, coming from. I think she wants to make sure that he understands her expectations and how life with her in America is going I, to be. I would understand that until, you know, she's bragging in front of the camera and bragging in front of his mom and doing that kind well, of I stuff. Well, I mean, she is what she is. I think that's just a bit, you know, insulting. Yeah, well, I think, like I said, that she's pushing on purpose to see... What the parameters are going to be in the relationship. Right. You know, because she wants to know if she'll feel comfortable with the parameters and the expectations mm. that everybody has. And she wants to push the limits of those expectations. Yeah, but she Push won't everything let, back a little bit. She wouldn't let him get a goat head, you know? Oh, I don't blame her there. <laughs> oh, and she threw up. I was like, oh. <laughs> she didn't really. I guess she must have turned your head. She uh, really didn't throw up. Uh, but it nasty. was close. Well, she drank a soda yes. and then threw that up. Yeah, so. I think it's the Coke. She, well. she, does, she seems to be. They take the labels off, but. She doesn't seem too far away from a Coca-Cola. <laughs> and she's a Southern girl. And a girl. cigarette. <laughs> right. She's a, she's a Georgia girl. Because yeah. that's where the Coke comes from. So. That's funny. You know, they were in that open market. And, you know, she was all, well, you know, it's just how it is there. And <sighs> I think as Americans, you know, we see it even from Kenny that, you know, we don't do great when things aren't the way we really are used to having it. Right. So the smell was not good. She got freaked out by the goat heads. Yeah. And she said that she, you know, I'm a hypochondriac. Right. And I'm probably sick. Which is, <laughs> the two things are just the opposite. So that was great. I probably got malaria. Which I, <laughs> From what? I don't know. Yeah, but mosquitoes attacked you while you're walking through? I've got no. I know. She the, cracks me the up. The dead goat heads. And she said, I'm getting a pizza and that's it. Well, you remember, it reminded me, you remember baby girl Lisa going through the goat market. Right. And it's, it's smelling just, bad. It just seems to be. I felt that she was condescending is what I thought. I really yeah. did. I felt that, you know, one thing we did find out when they got in the car is you found out who's paying for the apartment. Right. There was a little back and forth there about, that's my apartment, and that's my money, and Michael He was, said, it's ours. Right. So. And she said, oh, no, it's mine. Right. Then why don't you pay for it, is what right. she said. So, well, it makes me think, I don't know what Michael's up to then. You know, what's he doing for work, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about him working. Right. That's kind of quiet, so yeah. I'm not really sure. But, you know. 
So we cut to Michael preparing rice. Yes, plantains and rice is what he was making. But what he wanted was the to make was the traditional food because he invited his mom and sister, and that's what they would expect. But she would have no part of that. She didn't want him buying that stuff. So all he went home with was plantains and rice. She wouldn't let him get any of the meat that he was expecting. He to could get. have gone out on his own. Yeah. So he ended up making that, and then he put it in front of them, and they were like, uh, "What's this? I this can't is eat not this. our traditional food. We expected this and this." And well, traditional food, my butt. And the mom is sitting there like expressionless like she's insulted by what he put in front of him and the, and the sister's like we can't eat this so he starts eating it and then Angela comes in and she's like oh I'm not eating that either here why don't we try the old American standard and Michael's no 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 stop <laughs> she whips around and pulls out a pizza box and she opens it up and goes, there, there, take a big old slice, mama. Nah, even then they were looking at it kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. She goes, oh, trust me, it's good. And they're so cutting it up. That was funny because they showed Angela cutting it with a knife and fork. And I was laughing inside because that just, that was well, just so out of place. I guess that's her trying. Right. Trying and to be civilized. They take a bite. Both of them. And she goes, oh, yeah, take a big like old this. bite. Oh, I like this. This is good. And she's like, yeah, well, let me show you a secret. Here's how we like to eat it in America. And she she folds it, it in half <laughs> and takes a bite. So they do the same. And I'm cracking up. She's bonding with mama and sister I, over a piece of pizza. I would that have loved hysterical. to have seen that um and that michael still didn't eat than, any you know, there was a piece on his there was a piece on his plate you know okay. i noticed that all right he was eating his plantains and yeah, rice and there were plantains boy. <laughs> plantains and pizza on his plate that you know i funny. noticed i thought what was funny was the pizza box i still couldn't get what that was about where they took the end off and hand wrote pizza on it yeah you think maybe they turned it inside out or i don't know what they did but they're probably trying to uh, hide the brand name or but whatever. But why would you write pizza on it? Don't I mean, look. A, what, Obviously, what, we know in a cardboard box is going to be pizza. It's American yeah. TV show. What else would you put in that box? I don't know. Maybe they watch the show in other countries, too. Yeah, well, you know, they do. But it's still an American show. Everybody right. knows what's in that box. That's Every country, funny. that's a pizza box. What else would you put in there? I don't what know. What else do you eat that's that shape? That was funny, though. I cracked up because sh Angela saved the day with her American pizza. Cracked a, me up. And maybe in Nigeria, they, they sell sheet cake in pizza boxes. It could something. be. I, don't I have know. no idea. But the the bad thing was, is so they were so happy. And I think, was that his sister that was with him? Yes. Mm -hmm. She said, you know, that God will bless you with children. Yeah, that was sad because I looked at Angela's <sighs> face and she just looked heartbroken. Yeah, I think she had, you know, I think sometimes when you're sick like that, that you forget or yeah. the potential is there or the threat. She was of having a happy moment right. and trying not to think about that she might have cancer. And, and then there and it then, comes. Boom. And yeah. she hasn't told Michael yet. So. Yeah, and that's kind of crappy, but yeah. you know, I guess you don't know what to do or how to do it. And right. There that happens. Well, I mean, I guess she knows in her heart of hearts what that means. Because if she can't have children with him, he's going to want to take another wife. Right. Or to have another child out of wedlock. Well, I think, you know, I'm not sure. That's Look, their culture. If Michael's attracted to Angela, it's not like, I think there's probably a thought in his mind that he doesn't have children while Angela's still around. You know, that's got to yeah, be a Yeah, I mean, I could see him accepting that, but his family would not. Yeah. That's pretty clear. It could always be, you know, next year or next year or next yeah, year. Yeah, he'd put it off probably. Right. So. I, 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 I'm 
I'm sure he'll be heartbroken that she can't have children, but if he finds out that she has cancer, I have 100% confidence that he will stick by her side and be as supportive as he possibly can, because I do believe he truly loves her. Right. I don't think he'd want anything to happen Mm -hmm. to her. You know, I don't think it'll make him not want to marry her or anything. Didn't we have... Who would we have? There was another couple that you'd had... um, that were together, and I can think they were splitting apart, and and she got sick. Oh, that was um, Jay and Ashley, ah, because she has lupus, and after they split up, and he went back to Jamaica, she had a really bad attack because it was brought on by stress, right. and she ended up in the hospital, and her uh, sister or friend uh, called and let him know. That she was really ill, seriously, and in the hospital. And he flew back immediately. And he brought her home. He visited her every day in the hospital. He brought her home and took care of her, made all her meals. It looks like they're still together now, too. Yeah. um, She said, uh, I saw an interview with her after that, and she said that he was really there for her and when she was ill. And that, that... that said a lot to her. That's cool. And kind of look, people know, are paved kids. over some things he'd done. Because he know, was the one who cheated all the yeah, time. Yeah, and he was like in a barber shop or yeah, something. Yeah, doing he? it in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, it happens sometimes. Be tattoos or something. It happens. Don't you, tell me that. You go to get a tattoo, and you know, every time I've gotten a tattoo, you know, <laughs> Good that's thing what's you don't happened have any. in the back. Oh, that's right. Whoops. <laughs> Speaking of tattoos, you know, Asuelu's got just a ton. He does. Of ta- there's ta- tattoos everywhere. All over. I wonder if he knows somebody gets them for free Those or if he pays for ones on his thighs are ah, oh, awful. Like, ouch. That would just not be cool. Yeah. So he apologizes this time, or at least halfway apologizes, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he he did apologize. I mean, he did tell her dad that he didn't know how to. So, uh, you know, as well, yeah, as he, it goes for him, I, I he seemed like he, he did a good he job. He said he was wrong and right. that he is so sorry. Right. And she tells him, she goes, admitting that is progress. Right. But it doesn't mean anything if you don't do anything. Right. So Asuelu, in typical... I am a teenager. Right. Says, well, it's not only me. <laughs> and <laughs> so she goes, look, we're only talking about you right now. <laughs> she talks to him like he's a child. Right. He said, can I give you a hug? And that's what he says. So that's he comes funny. over there. And that's what he hug. always wants. I'm but like he's you. still homesick. But we learned that he's, no, got, this is funny. he's got other family in the States. Yeah. So he's got um, a half-sister. And the mom lives with the half-sisters in Washington. Mm-hmm. And uh, he talks to him over Skype. And he asked uh, Kalani if, he could, if they could take a trip and visit his family there, since he can't go back to uh, Samoa. And she's like, sure. And so he calls him up, and they're talking. And mom seems a little... Bizarre. She goes, she starts praying. Yeah, it's she's all a little eccentric. She is, yes. And uh, then they seem like they had a good conversation. He says, Well, can I come see you? And she's like, Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, she said, I'm anytime, tired of- any minute, any day, any time. And she goes, But where's my thousand dollars? I was like, Oh my gosh, here we go with uh, Pedro's family now because right. they were the same way. 
Every time he talked to him, it was, can you send me this? Can you send me that? And they expected it, demanded it even. And that's exactly how they were. And the sister's like, he goes, well, I have, you know, diapers to buy and and bills to pay. A car payment. Yeah, and a car payment. She goes, well, you can turn that car back Back in in and get your money back. And send it, take care of your family. Because you have to take care of your family first. First. Oh, my gosh. He has a family of his own, you dummy. She mom said that she was tired of being lazy in America. Yeah. Which, of course, I wish I would have, you know, been able to see Asuelu's face. Right. But it's, he's maybe not bright enough to pick up on that. He's maybe a little lazy in America, well, too. Well, <laughs> think about what that means. He probably got that from his mom. Right. His mom said American women are lazy. Right. Well, she said it's because, you know, everything's automated and yeah. they don't have the manual labor chores to do that so, she's used to filling her time with. And I so betcha. he pretty much said the same thing. I bet you he got it from her. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because he said, you don't have to wash the dishes. You right. just put them in the dishwasher and this and that and whatever. I tried her mom. His mom looked like somebody. I was trying to figure out who she, she did. Yeah. Here's what I could only come up with. She looked like Ben Franklin. Is what I said. <laughs> I don't know. It's what I got. I don't know I look where at you it. got that You from. know, it was the glasses. It was the square glasses down on the end of her nose. You're so funny. She looked like Ben Franklin. That's what I got. <laughs> Looks like a hundred dollar. She could be on the hundred dollar bill. Oh, you're funny. So, think about a thousand dollars to them, though. That's a lot, and that's only the beginning. You know, they're going to want more. That's just this month. Right. That's how. That's how Pedro's family was always nickel and diming him. And this and that, and send me a microwave, and and maybe it was whatever. a language barrier, but she didn't say send me a a thousand dollars. Right. She said send me the thousand dollars. Right. Do you have the one thousand dollars? Right. So she'd already me? asked for it before. Right. This was an established amount. Right. Do you have the thousand dollars for me? Right. You know, that's quite telling. Maybe it was He's, a language. Well he thing. said how much do you need? And she's and the sister pipes in immediately and says, how about a thousand? Right. <laughs> That's no small amount. And then Kalani clearly says afterwards, well, they're always asking for money. And I understand it's their culture to to do so for the family that comes here to send him money. She said, but I'll never give him the amount that they're asking for. I'll, you know, settle on half or something. And so... Then he totally throws Kalani under the oh, bus yeah. and I'd says, give it to you. "Oh well, um, I'll I'll see what I can do. Uh, it'll depend on if if Kalani's okay with it or not." Like what? He's crap. She he didn't leave it. He, he was trying to get out of it already. Yeah. He didn't want to send him a thousand dollars. They don't have it Holy to spare. Cow. They're living with her family for goodness sake. Same old Asuelu. Oh. back again. So that is pretty. Oh, crappy. He's such a child. Speaking though. We thought we talked a little bit before we got on the air. Maybe his best week ever, Paul. Yes. Look at oh my the guy. Goodness, such I feel like a, a proud switch. parent. I do too. Look at he got a place, and, and he, he didn't take her there until he cleaned it up. You're right. I didn't he mean got a place. Got a couple he, AC units. He got the AC units and put them in, even though he almost dropped them on the ground. <laughs> and he opened. I put the, that in. He opened the fridge and checked it first, and saw it was moldy, and cleaned it out. He saw the bed didn't have a mattress. He went and bought one and put it on. I wanted to see he how he, to get her. How he transported the mattress yeah, they, in that car. Yeah, they didn't show that. I'd love to see him strapping a mattress to the top. I was so proud of him. The only thing he didn't do is he didn't bring any linens and make the bed. Now, that would have been really welcoming. Well, you know, he's a guy. And he didn't get get curtains for the windows. So he crammed the extra pillows in there. So they slept without pillows. That was funny. Well, I don't know that they needed pillows because she was pretty happy. I'm guessing this may have something to do as happy as she was. 
may have something to do with the issue they're going to have nine months later. Yeah, maybe I've heard some rumblings about Kalon, that. Maybe Kalon, maybe uh, Karini was happy, and maybe Paul got lucky. Mm, that could be. I think Paul might have Jahoon's super sperm. Apparently. So I'm thinking that that had something to do with it. Could be. Who knows. So, good week for Paul. Yeah, yep, he did a good job. And and she was very gracious and appreciative. Right. I mean, it goes to show you that he really didn't have to do that much at all to satisfy yes. her. She yes. wasn't asking for a lot. Right. Very basic. It's essentially one room with a bathroom. I'm not sure, us starting, how tickled you would have been in that scenario. Yeah, well, I already had a house when we I met. Get so Back off, know, Angela. I never had to think about well, that. What are you doing? You didn't, to, to go you didn't have to get a place. Right. <laughs> so we have, we move on to Chuck and Charlie coming to Moldova. Yes. So they get wow. off the plane, their luggage is gone. And Boy, they were so quick to start criticizing oh, everything. He's got his hat, USA hat on. Oh, uh, he I'm, reminds me of my dad with that hat. Yes. My dad would have done something similar. All decked out in his red, white, and blue, and yeah. I'm an American hat. And, yeah. you know, the two of them, Charlie was, you know, you know, more people leave here than come. And it that was, was just, so rude. It was just real insulting. Smitty, you know, you look yeah. at. You know, and I get it. You know, he was when trying were, to pick a fight. Right when I from the when I was watching it, I thought it was a little crappy. You know, do they have a Walmart here, and and does Amazon deliver here? Right. But you know, they did. And lose, they said no. <laughs> they did lose their clothes. So right. I, I, I thinking about that, I guess that's possible. Mm-hmm. The other stuff, though, it was still pretty crappy. You know, because he, you know, uh, Andre said something about being a police officer, and I took a little a snip of that. And they're talking, and you can see Charlie's face sitting behind him in the seat, just rolling his eyes. Yeah, and he was he, kind of chuckling. Yeah, and you know like they—that was the most absurd possibility. Like they didn't even believe him, right? So you know, like you weren't a cop. I mean, it says a lot for you know Andre's kind of giving them the business all this time. So mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he's got it coming. So and he probably does. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not jump on the anti or. To stay on anti Andre, he's kind of had a, he's had a bad month. Yeah, especially if if the dad or the sisters or the brother heard any part of how he's been speaking to her since yeah. they've been in town. Yeah, Holy that's cow! Bad. So, you know, we don't get too much more into them other than it's constant grilling of Andre and everybody about ab- his past. About and Andre. Why did he go to Ireland or and- Scotland? Wasn't it Scotland? No, Ireland. No, you would know, not me. They met in Ireland. Yeah. He was a bouncer. So it was, you know, and how he, Andre said, you know what, I was in some trouble, but they don't need to know what that is. Right. Libby at this point even says, you know, this is a bit uncomfortable. They're We're already married. Right. Right. And they've been around him, so it's not like this is that difficult. It's not like. Right. These are not questions they felt pressed to ask before. before. And they have a kid. I mean, they've been together for a while now. I wonder if the producers were getting them going on the plane or something. I don't know. Say, hey, you know. I think well, it seems like they're always looking for an opportunity to stir the pot with him right. anyway. And since that seems to be the case, it's no wonder that he also is so prickly with them. You know, I mean, it's it's kind of tit for tat but between them. But in typical of Andre and all of this, just when you start to feel a little bad for him about... Um, you know, taking all this abuse from Chuck and Charlie, he comes out with this bomb, this winner quote from from Andre. Libby is being unstable lately. <laughs> I don't know if it's hormones 
or if she's being dumb. Wow. Oh, there you go. Andre's back again. Wow. So, you know, everybody's turning on him. Charlie's asking his brother questions. And his brother said, you know, they did say yes, he he was a policeman. Not just a policeman, but a detective. Well, he said that. I'm not sure that, yeah. you know, they kind of talked about, you know, they talked about how much money he was making and it wasn't that much. And so and they said, well, why did you give up being a detective to go be a bouncer in Ireland? And he said, well, you know, they don't treat um, police officers very well here and it just wasn't worth it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, and and he was evasive about how much money he made. And- sure. And, you know, Andre gives the impression of being a hard worker. But when pressed, Charlie and Chuck, you know, they were both staring at each other because they asked the brother. They right. Said, and the brother said he didn't work hard. Right. That was interesting. Yeah, Andre doesn't like to work hard. You saw Chuck. His eyes popped up. Right. And then, and then old snooty sister, sister-in-law said, you know, why don't you try? Maybe you could try getting him a job. And Chuck... And, ter- yeah, he was like, I offered him a job multiple times, and, he, and his pride won't let him take it. And it's probably not his pride, really, yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. He probably just doesn't want to work. Right. You know, and they, they don't get me wrong. They and have- he tries to, to throw it all on, on her as being the reason that, that it was her idea that he stay home. Well, she flips her tune. Says, well, yeah, you know, I did agree to it, but uh, I think I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Well, you know, in a situation like that, you've got to make if, – if together they've decided that they're not going to put the child in daycare, uh-huh. you know, that somebody's going to be home. It's a real decision that people deal with all the time. Right. And, and if you have money trouble and, and – she had a job and he didn't already. Yeah, so I think there's a legitimate reason there that you would keep things like this. But in that case, Andre's probably got to let up a little bit. Right. And I could see how they would come to that arrangement because she already was employed and he couldn't work initially. So I can see how that started, but I can also see how she would now go, well, you know what? I actually have a kid now, and you can work, and I would like to, you know, turn that around now and revisit this conversation, you know. So you can see how that would happen. Sure. So, but, you know, their families are a mess, and when families get involved, things get a little ugly. Yeah, and the preview to next week shows the the brother and Andre about to come to blows. So I can't wait to see that, because you knew that was coming. It's Pedro's family all over again. Yeah, and it's weird, you know, even they stand up, he picks his phone up off the table and puts it in his pocket, you know, so... What I do is I want that phone. I want to see what's on that phone. (laughs) If If during a fight he decides he needs to pick it up and put it in his pocket. You know. There might be some goods on yeah, it. <laughs> right. So he's maybe some Moldovan massage parlors or something. <laughs> but, you know, we had a family. We had uh, Ariel. Ari, I guess is what we're calling her. Uh-huh. Ari and Binyam and Mom. Mom came and inspected the yes. hospital. And she was impressed. I was too. And I loved that she, you could tell she legitimately just wanted to test the welfare of her daughter there right and it wasn't about um just trying to control the situation and bring find a reason to bring her home no matter what and even though in her heart that's what she wants to be able to do she couldn't find a legitimate reason so she dropped it you know i mean and so i really respected her for that and she went there very knowledgeable as a nurse and her husband's a doctor and and ready to ask the right questions right. to know if 
under whatever circumstances came up during delivery if they would be prepared to handle the situation, yep. and, and they were. So she was completely satisfied. And this was after she inserted herself and got them out of the two places right. that he was trying to fix right. up. Right, so that must have uh, made Aerie feel more comfortable. Not the part that wouldn't have made her comfortable was the three of them in one hotel room. <laughs> right, right. She did say that um, that she didn't know what questions to ask because she's never had a kid before. So she she actually really appreciated that her mom, you know, set her mind at ease as well. That, you know, everything was, was prepared yeah, in the and hospital it looked like properly. The, the hospital passed the test. It, it did. Like. So I was, was surprised how clean and, you know, modern equipment and stuff they had because... You know, when um, uh, another couple, I forget which one it was, um, um, it was in South Africa, the, the, guy with the, the guy with the gambling problem. Yes, Donald. Yes. Um, Ronald. Ronald Donald. Ronald McDonald is who it was. <laughs> he had a of. French fry problem, him and Grimace. <laughs> You know, um, she was pregnant and she looked at delivering in South Africa and that was horrible. She went in that place. She was like, no freaking way am I delivering right. here. And she went back to America mm. to have the baby and then came back again. So I was impressed that so, you know, it was that good in Ethiopia compared to South Africa. You wouldn't expect that. Janice was, um, you know, Janice was, uh, I guess, pretty decent during that whole process. But two days later. They're out for, which I love, by the way. I think we're going to Ethiopia because they went out for popcorn and coffee. They had it in the same place. <laughs> Your two favorite like, things in the Like, what the heck is this? World. How is this possible? This is great. Maybe my dad's Ethiopian and I didn't know it. <laughs> it's your life's uh, right. nourishment. Right. How is that possible? But right then, boy, that place, boy, did Janice give it to Binyam, you know, about grilling him about his job and yeah. how he's going to take care of her. And yeah, she's going down the rest of her tick list now. So we find out there that Ari had done some freelance writing and editing is what she had done. So, yeah. you know, she could probably still do that from there. Right. And it, and it looks like, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> That's Well, for me, it looked like, you know, like janice said you know this is a privileged life i don't know if you understand the type of life that she comes from right you know and and she went she was asking binyam about you know you were married to an american before you had a kid what happened and you know you could just see him boom 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 it was that was a real judge duty that came right and he was all she was all over him him and not like mean not with a voice raised it was like an attorney yeah. She was just coming at him with both barrels. Question, question, question. Right. It was texts on his phone. And he said, I was sorry. Well, you're sorry for what? You said you didn't do anything. I was like, oh, wow. It's like Perry Mason. Right. She's all over the guy. Yeah. Poor Binyam. He didn't know what was coming. Yeah, but they were questions that needed to be answered, so. Yeah, I guess. It was stuff. Maybe you'd go get Chuck and Charlie and, <laughs> and put them on Maybe questions that Ari probably should have already asked yeah. and probably didn't. I watched her shut down completely. Yeah, she got real quiet. So it looked to me, I think that was a telling tale about her relationship her, with her parents. Yeah, the, yeah. Either whether she's made mistakes before and needed bailing out, bailing out, yeah. or you know she and maybe she knows that and just goes, well, you know, well, they're, they're I mean, here to fix things. We know she was uh, a rebel. Right. You know, that's how she ended up in Ethiopia in the first place. Right. You know, Got cheap so. tickets to Ethiopia. Right. So, no drama there. That's not happening. So. Right. But that's 
I guess that's still good. We still think their chances of getting along is yeah. still is still pretty pretty good. good. Yeah. The the couple we thought I think it was a hands down that would make it through all of this was Kenneth and Armando. And there's not a whole lot yeah. else with them this time, other than it's just a you know, a bit more. I see some small fractures happening. Right. And this is still everything they show is still on that same walk that they're having from last week. That whole bit that came out about that. Kenneth has been out for longer than Armando's been, been alive. alive. That was quite a revelation. Right. And you really think about what you're, you know, what, so what do you get? Kenneth is 57. So, yeah, I mean, like we're that. not that old. I mean, right. we're 48 and 49, but right. we're pretty set in our ways. Right. And I would imagine Kenneth has been pretty set in his. And Yeah, especially because he's been alone for a long time. And you think about even going through a lot of these processes over again. And Mexico's a bit rougher, I think, than he anticipated. Yeah, I think so, too. And maybe not as progressive as he had hoped. Right. I think he does not have a realistic expectation for what the culture allows. Armando, I bet you, has a pretty good grasp of it. I think he does. I think that's why he's been in the closet so long. Yeah, and I think, you know, he's... Yeah, but he's, I mean, you see the two. He's very apprehensive because he's afraid of being physically assaulted. People disappear there. That's true. Right. So, and the police are corrupt, so it's not like you can get protection. Right. I don't know, Ken. Maybe he's got some cash. You know. Yeah. Maybe that's it. You know, but what does Kenneth say? Kenneth says you can't live in fear, and you know. It's pretty easy for him to say, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah, how can you tell someone who's... Because he hasn't had to, because he lived in America. Right. How can you tell someone who's fearful that they just, look, you can't live in fear. Just get over it. Right. You know? Just calm down is what you tell somebody, right? Calm down. I think Kenneth, in this case, grossly underestimates the risk involved in in being what they are in Mexico. I, if I was Armando, I'd have told Kenneth. I said, you know what? Here, I got a plan. Put on this wig and this dress. <laughs> and maybe that would be easier. <laughs> then, you know, I'll, I notice, then I'll hold your hand. <laughs> you know, I do notice when we saw Kenneth, you know, you can't help but look at his hair and how Colt's hair looked like this after the hangover issue. Oh, wow. Colt's hair and Kenneth's hair looked exactly the same. That was crazy. So, he had such bed hair. What, what I noticed about this is they kept showing Armando and the sunlight was there. And his glasses were so dust covered. Really? I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, every time they turned and looked, I was like, oh, look at his glasses. That would I drive got, me crazy. I want to wipe those glasses You know off. my glasses right. are spec-free at all times. Any dot or smear, I'll take them off while I'm driving to clean them, and I can't see anything without so, them on. Everything for the past two weeks was, for them, you know, it was still that same walkabout that they were doing where they got the blood clot, the blood clot candy. Uh-huh. So it was still from there. So that was one you know, their first conversation, their first um, trip conflict. out. In their first conflict yeah, since so, he got there. You know, I wouldn't, when you got home from that, I don't know how you'd feel. You'd be like, well, that was, yeah, that was a bit stressed. Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of red flags since he's been there. Yes. In a short period of time. Right. You know, even more red flags in a short period of time, Tim and Melisa. Tim comes oh, off yeah. and Melisa hits him, boom, right from the start. You know? Yep. And she grilled him, went in details about how was, the affair came about. Yeah. And, and did you call her up and tell her to come over? And then what? And what'd you do? Chuck, and, oh, wow. Chuck, Charlie, and Janice have got nothing on Melisa. Yeah. And he was completely unwilling to share well, any information. And unprepared. What did he think yeah. was going to happen? 
I think first thing. Well, the thing is, Kim's he an idiot. asked his friend before he came, "What do you think she's going to say?" And he said, "You need to be prepared to to answer whatever question she has about it." Those were. He said, "Isn't it better not to know?" And they were like, uh, "If she wants to know, then you have to be prepared to tell her." And guess what? She wanted to know, and he was not prepared to tell right. her. <laughs> she knew that he was out of shape. Yeah. That was about it. That was funny. He said something in the airport about uh, the dog uh, had put on weight, and he goes, and and I did too. And then they it cut. cut immediately to her doing an interview with production saying, well, I couldn't help but notice that he put some weight on, but I feel bad for saying it. And <laughs> Wow. You know. He really did. She asked him, I mean, poignant questions. It yeah. would be, did you, you know, how did this happen? How did this start? And did you invite her over to your place? Right. And it was, it was. What did you think was going to happen? Like, what wow. was your intention? Right. I'm like, those are tough questions. Yeah, I think she's trying to get inside his head. I don't. To figure out if it was in a completely accidental situation or if it was something that he went out seeking. I think well, that's where she's going with her said, questions. Well, it was nothing to it. I was just satisfying my physical Yeah, I can believe that. I was in shock well, when he said that. We knew that. that already. You didn't have <sighs> to say that. You've got to word it probably a little better. He basically said that he had a problem with the distance yes. between them. And so he went and did somebody else. Right. Wow. That's exactly what he said. If it were me, I'd be like, so that trumps everything else? Like you can't control your physical body? Seriously? Later. See ya. Bye. Right. <laughs> That's it. So, and evidently, he's so dumb that he got caught on social media is what it was. because no. Because he's, he's an idiot. So, you know, he was still a little, you know, my stuff won't fit in the car. And I'm a big guy. And my bags. And da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Keep your bags in that car. Because I think Melissa just brought him there. Put him on TV. To, to put him in, in his place. To and run send him, him home. through the ringer. Right. Oh, wouldn't that oh, be great? And that's just her. Wait till her mother gets a hold of him. Yeah. That's a whole nother ball game. Yeah, didn't if was that the ever, preview? Yes. If he ever gets past her, he will be lucky. Mom says it's but over. Mom is a whole nother bag of worms. Yeah, he said he was having I mean Tim was saying, Well, I was having trouble. Yeah, that conversation did not go well at all. Yeah. And so and it, it kinda left you hanging there for the next episode. So yeah, and it's it probably know, gonna get worse. It let me know that one, Melissa is much smarter than somebody's gotta be look, we joke. Somebody's gotta be the smarter one. Uh-huh. I think we're relatively equal. I think you're right. almost as smart as me. So that's <laughs> fine. But I think there's no chance that Melissa is significantly more intelligent significantly but that's not hard to do let yes. that be said Tim's but i think dumb. she's significantly well he said something he said him. we discussed I mean, he had a big word ad nauseum he said <laughs> he said we just we've discussed this ad nauseum but larissa wins the most advanced word of all yeah, i don't even know what that was I uh, uh what was it a I, pejorative yes is the word holy she used. cow i went wow the i entire, had to look that one up the entire world had i'm, to look I'm that up. pretty good with uh language and and fancy words. Where did she come up wow. with that? I can't say I've ever used that word in my life. Where is she doing that? I don't know where she come up with that. I don't know. And I'm a idea. professional writer. Right. You know? I've never used that word. Right. 
That's crazy. And where would she? She can barely speak English. I mean, she ends everything with E. Right. <laughs> where did she get pejorative from? I have no idea. She didn't say pejorative E. <laughs> I, I wonder what. There's probably a little translation. You know what I mean? To, uh-huh. Into Portuguese that that has got it as maybe it's the same word. You know. So she just, maybe it could be. She accidentally used it. Interesting. So, look, we've got, of course, Brittany and Yazan. Wow. So there's not a whole lot happening here either. Yeah. You know, they convince them to go see... Um, the uncle. Yeah, uncle. Uh, he's dressed like a New York cabbie, I think, is yeah. what he was. Ibrahim, I think, is what his name he was. He seemed... Uh, it was awkward, you know? He seemed, um, you know, like he really understood the situation. Yeah, and he shook... Well, I guess Brittany didn't have to wear headgear there. And right. he shook her hand, and then he's managed to make out with Yazan... Um, right. like that was him. a lot of kisses. It is a lot. I think that was assault. Like eight or yeah, something. Yeah, it was like eight kisses. That's what I, I think. I wrote down eight kisses. We thought maybe they were going to make out next. You know, the uncle talked to them about patience and time, and you know, and right? Then, you know, and he said he could talk to his brother, right? And, you know, but Brittany didn't mention obviously the big deal that, that she's, she's a secret that she's holding <laughs> evidently this uncle has got away with his father so i think that's right. pretty cool and, and i'm thinking maybe um britney ought to pull him aside and say hey look uh, tell him about i'm still <laughs> married maybe maybe that'll do she's got to get that one past yasin maybe not i think maybe she ought to go to the uncle the uncle seems to have some maybe it's a magic hat that he's wearing she ought to be you know on her cell phone uh, talking to the magistrate back home, trying to get this. Yeah, uh, maybe the uncle knows. Trying that. to get this divorce through the you court. Know what she, you know who she needs to call? The DUI doctor. Do you think she even filed before she who left? Knows? Who knows? She forgot. Who knows? <laughs> I think so because they were still talking about whatever it was. January. They had a target date or something. Right. She talked about her dad could come till yeah. January, which was completely made up. Right. So that could be right the waiting period. So. Who knows? What a mess. Yeah, and that was only like her two days. All this had happened in the first two days there. I bet right. she's probably only there three or four, That's and then insane. she's out. You know who looks like they've been there forever is Devin. Yes. Oh. oh. That poor That thing. first scene from her, you just see her at the camera. She just looks lifeless. And you see her on social media, and you know, she evidently she's a magician when it comes to makeup. Because right. I showed you that picture of her, and you went, oh, that's not her. I went, no, that really is her. Right. But man, she lived it. She just been tough yeah you know it's just tough yeah and she's there with all her stuff and her kids and thinking that this is it she's moving there and and he's got nothing for them again so i think devon is still trying to make this work and she says look what i gotta do is i I gotta get to the bottom of this i gotta get down and sit with jahoon's mom right and it looked like his parents were really trying to help uh, smooth over the conversation, you know. I think sometimes, but, you know, they went into the restaurant, and Devin came in, and Jahoon got up, and then he, the dad stood up, and the mom didn't. And I think the dad was trying to get her to stand up uh-huh. and said something, and, and they translated it, and she said, shut up. Don't tell me to stand up, is what wow. she said to the husband. Wow. So this is Jahoon's parent. So there's some animosity going on there. Yeah. You know, so. And while that was happening, 
then she came in, and Jihoon went out and got a tray, and then came back in. And completely ignored her. Walked right past her and the kids. And here she's stuck in the in the entry of the restaurant, holding the kid in the car seat. You know how heavy that is. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. He just went right past her. Rude. And then the dad goes and takes the baby and greets her and says hello. June said he didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to say. He is such a child. Oh. There's no hope for him. Didn't know what to say. So he said nothing. Yeah. You know, and the mom was kind of going back and forth. They were talking about the money and, you know, it. I, I think the money has something to do with it. You know, it is still money. I'm not going to say Devon, De- Devon is money hungry. It's No, but she's got to have a way to live there. It's still about the lying. Right. You know, that he is yet to be honest. Right. He's withheld. Even when he, he admits to some falsehood, he, he replaces it with something that still isn't quite the truth. Right. You know, it's like a degree of a lie. Yeah, we still don't get what's going on with the money. Yeah. Well, he said he spent some of it going out with his friends and drinking and whatever. And then the rest he, he gave to his mom for safekeeping. His dad apologized in English right at the beginning. Broken English said, you know, I'm sorry, you know. Well, if he can't manage his own money, if they do stay together, he's going to have to work and immediately turn every penny over to Devin to manage. Yeah, but he's just not capable. I mean, that's the issue. It's just not happening. And then they had, you know, all of this, that whole translator fiasco. Oh, that was so funny. Right. It, it came up with bizarre, something about a bird, and it was so far-fetched from I, what he was actually saying. And it just enraged him. He got so frustrated. He just walked out. I couldn't believe it. I mean, he should Go back to America. He should. Yes, he was rude. He should have been kissing her rear end in that conversation and he ended it with being the one mad and yeah he lost his cool storming off well what a child i mean i think he was cornered you know yeah she said you know you tricked me you've ruined my life life. uh." and then the mom laughed and 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 before he stood up jahoon said you know that he cares about the relationship and that he's even more serious about the relationship than devon is that's stupid and then he leaves that had to be an awkward thing so to do. Rude. So she, what, she does need to leave and go home. Yeah. I mean, she's got to get on with her life. He's just not capable. If he can turn it around down the road and can contact her, and I mean a significant time later, like a year, where he could show a bank statement and say, I've been devoting my whole life yeah. to fixing this and I've got... Maybe. This apartment, here's a picture, and here's a copy of the lease, and here's all the bills I've paid, and here's the bank statement with how much money maybe. I've saved, now I'm prepared. Then maybe she could reconsider down the road, but not now. Maybe that place to Paul is, that next to Paul is free. They can move <laughs> in there. They got a couple of dogs, you know, a little one-room place. Well, Jahoon can't come to the U.S. because of his record. Felony, yeah. Yeah, so that's why she was moving there in the first place. Yeah, so... But she's got no support there, you know. Yeah, Her family's not there, and she's got two kids. I mean, he's got to get himself together. She's got to go home with her well, mom. Well, it's not. I mean, he That's can't. It. He's right. just not capable. It's not going to happen. So she should put it off at least a year, maybe not file for divorce, but uh, go home. And not sleep give, with any people. Right. Go home and give him time to grow up and show himself to be, you know, a husband and father. Or she could, you know, find somebody re- and keep those condoms that she was using. Just maybe somebody <laughs> that could fill them out a little better. That could do some good for her. 
So we didn't have this week. We had nothing on Jenny. There was no Jenny yeah. update this time. Right. And we had no Tanya and Sinjin update. Right. I'm kind of over them, though. Who, Tanya and Sinjin? Yeah. Yeah, they go to South Africa, and I guess, you know, yeah. we'll see what happens. He's probably going to get drunk every night. Turn and, into Andre. Yeah, be with his brothers and his friends and fall back well, he's into been his drunk life every and, night. and decide that he wants to stay there because he seemed awfully excited about being yeah. home. And I'm guessing she goes home without him, and that's the end. Yeah. You think that's it? Yeah. Wow. It's possible. Yeah, I'm I thinking guess. he won't want to go back. We did have that. some good news, I guess, yesterday. I saw We saw last night that Robert and Amy had their baby girl. Yes. So that was yes. good. I loved the expression on Annie's face. Yeah, Annie. I said Annie. Yeah, I know. I was trying to ignore, ignore that. No. <laughs> I love the expression on Annie's face holding that newborn baby. She just looks so joyful and happy to her and core. And I'm so glad she got to have a baby after thinking that she couldn't. Right. I mean, that was really, she was really told she couldn't. I right. think is really. That's such a big deal. I was so overjoyed for and, them. You know, for I them think, both. Well, Robert seems to be good at making kids. I'm yeah, very, he's got quite you know, a few. I'm very happy for them. I think yeah. you can see. You know, you could even see before at the beginning, maybe he wasn't the most excited. Because he's got so many he's that pay so support many, for But he seems generally really happy. Yeah. I think they are good together. I so I wonder, a good you know. Couple. And I love the way she is with his son. Yeah, and I think you rarely meet people who are just genuinely good and yeah, nice. And right. it strikes me that that is her. Yeah. You see her when she talks. You know, that's what I think I like about the pillow talk. Is that you kind of really get to see them interact right. as a couple I know the camera's there, but you can't help it with that many scenes cut and the, the comments that you make and the way you look right. at each other. And their banter and the yes. way they interact. It reminds me of us. Right. <laughs> Just a little peppery, but right. in fun. I'm not Robert, though. No. But, you know. Bam, little, bam, bam. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> a little peppery and, you know, poking fun. And, right. And they have a, a nice, easy way with each other, kind of like we do. Right. So that's fun. Yeah. So that's good news. We always like to have good news. So it's fun to have this week. Yeah, so. that was nice. So I guess that means they won't be on Pillow Talk for a while, though. Yeah, but I would assume if we look at the Alexi and Lauren story, I'm going to imagine we have some kind of of couple-hour episode of their birthing experience, I'm going to assume. TLC's, of Robert and Annie. Yeah, the TLC. Yeah. But, you know, they did it with Alexi and Lauren. Right. So I'm thinking they're going to do this with them also, mm, I would that's assume. That's possible. I, I'm sure it got pretty good ratings. Yeah, it was a couple weeks before they came out with that, though. Well, I think it has to. Fact. You, know, you got to yeah. edit it. Right. They got to at least got to have them home. And I think you want to make sure everything goes all right. Yeah, I think it was just before they came back when they put that out. Right. It was like maybe a month they had off or something, right. month to six weeks, something like that. And I suspect that that because she was due, I suspect that's why they brought in. Um, Chantel's mom and brother, right, um, to oh. pillow talk in in that was horrible. In place of Robert and Annie, and that was so boring. Yeah, so. But I think they were testing them out as temporary replacements. But yeah, that was the it. complete. And they should bring failure. in Muhammad and Danielle. Is who they should bring in? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Oh, Wouldn't you pay goodness. to see that? I saw a picture last night. 
shared in that group on Facebook oh, I told you I joined. There's so many. With her in a bathtub. Yeah, I think so. Was she eating dressed. something? She was eating a Cake. cupcake. Yes. And she had dollar bills, like $13 bills yeah, on it. Same. I was like, what is that about? Like, what message is that supposed I'm to communicate? Some, I don't I'm even get it. In some embarrassingly disgusting um, Facebook 90 Day Fiance groups. So <laughs> I'm not proud of that. We're not even in the same one. No. So. Oh, that's tragic. I'm embarrassed, but you know what? It's what our life has become. So <laughs> I guess, you know, we can handle it. During this pandemic, we at least have fun stuff to watch. It's Look, we're probably four days a week invested in 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> so, you know. I love good. Pillow Talk, though. I really Yeah, do. it's what got me hooked, I think, all yeah. along. So we're pretty happy with that. Yeah. So It's we, good for a good laugh. Yeah. We will we will see you next week. You've been listening to 90 Day Fiancé, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 